fasten your seatbelt. I am taking you for the ride of your life. I'm going to show you what this car can really do. Are you ready? I am ready. Hang on. Okay. Here we go. Hold on to your butts. Go get him, kid. It might be a tumor. It's not a tumor. Not a tumor at all. If you're going to ask me, so you can go ahead and ask me what you're going to ask me. And my natural response could be to get offended. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. All right, all right, all right. You're listening to the 30-something movie podcast. One movie each week. 30 years in the making. I never wanted to be a horse so much in my life. <laughs> oh my <No>. God, yes. <laughs> oh boy. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Those were some long legs. <sighs> yeah, and, and she had them too. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All four of them. Um, it's 30-something movie podcast. Yes, it is. We're here for another classic deadpan humor movie. This has kind of like been our, our two weeks of kind of those deadpan humor movies with, with a whole bunch of crossover between the uh, the the crew of these movies, the writers, producers. Uh, last week, we were doing Naked Gun uh, Two and a Half, The Smell of Fear. And this week is Hot Shots. And mm-hmm. uh, this one, I had not seen this one uh, probably since early 90s. Like, okay. It had been a long time since I had seen this movie. Now, early 90s, I think I probably saw it four or five times as as a young, impressionable lad. But, um, yeah, I had not watched this in many, many, many years and yet vividly remembered so much of it. Mm-hmm. And I will say, we'll, we'll play it here in just a little bit. Um, what I vividly remembered was that TV commercial, was the the trailer. Mm, like, I remember yeah. everything about that trailer. That's what I remember. I remember seeing that on on TV and probably when you want to see other movies and, and vividly remember that whole scene of like the bomb being dropped on Saddam Hussein at the end of it mm-hmm. while he's lounging by the pool. And um, yeah, no, just... This this one was this one was right on target for a, a young what would I have been probably about eleven or twelve year old. Yes. Yeah. This was just right at right at the right time for that age. No. Yes. Uh, well, I haven't introduced these gentlemen yet. These uh, pillars of society, if you will. Um, but those guys couldn't be here tonight, so I've got Bo and I've got Pat. Hey, John. <laughs> hey, Bo. Hey, Pat. Hey, John. How you guys doing? Quite well. Good. Outstanding, man. Outstanding. Or, uh, or as I could call you by your uh, native name, Dances with... No, what was his... What was his native name? It wasn't Little was Sizzling it? Belly, because that was hers. That was hers. Fluffy um, Bunny Feet. Fluffy Bunny fluffy Feet. Bunny yes. Feet, that's right. Uh, chinchilla. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that scene. Oh, God, every scene in this movie, but that one just that killed me. Gag. 
Um, just don't forget my uh, AA batteries. I just think it's never funny that forget every, the batteries. Everything the that they said was uh, everything they said was like just repeated words. Like, wasn't just like towns in Minnesota? <laughs> yeah, towns like, in Minnesota. <laughs> some just random nonsense. Jackson, Jackson Five. Mm-hmm. Tito. You know. Train. Did you, by the way, I'm going to jump all the way to the end of the movie. Yeah. Did you watch all the way through the credits? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay. All right. <clears throat> I have a couple of, if they were gluten-free, I'd have a couple of things we could fix around here, but. Yeah. That one. And what was the other one? It was the uh, things to do after the movie's over. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There were, there were two recipes, right? Or was it one recipe? And there were one two recipes. Yeah. There were two recipes. Okay. I think two one recipes, was a yeah. brownie recipe, maybe. Yeah, Sounds right. I forget what the other one was, but yeah, yeah, two recipes, and then I think there might have been some other hidden stuff in there, and and then uh, a list of things to do once the movie ends. Yeah, good use of a soundtrack. Oh yeah, uh, 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 like uh, oldies, like fit, well, what I call mm-hmm. oldies, but like tunes from the fifties and sixties. You know, oh, what, great was music he, in this was, movie. Pardon me. Great music in this movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what was the fifties and sixties uh, or uh, what was the motorcycle when he was on the bike and she was on the horse? But it was, lover, um, you don't have to dream. Yeah. Is it dream? Yeah. dream lover, dream lover by Bobby Darren. Right. Yeah. No, so many good songs. What the world needs yeah. now. Burt Backrack. Right. Yeah, there was a lot of fun, a lot of fun music. It's not there. unusual, Tom Jones. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you had to hit a little MC Hammer at the end there. Yeah. And I'm just going to say that that the soundtrack thing it really shows, like, you know, they had the Top Gun esque. We're about to launch planes, building music, and I mean, even that was even the music was like a parody, which was kind of funny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Because the music. It was just this building, like the same kind of tension building, exciting, you know, kind of music that you saw in Top Gun. Oh, or yeah. heard in Top Gun. There was. Yeah, we're getting, we haven't even introduced the movie yet, but have we um, introduced the movie or no, we just we jumped right into we, it? We just jumped right into it, but just I, I'm going to feet first and yeah, cloud of dust. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to mention this and then we'll backtrack and we'll, we'll do all of our, you know, opening stuff here. But, um, the <laughs> one of my favorite parts is when they're on the military base and you have like the groups <laughs> of guys jogging by and the first group is singing like the dreidel song. Yeah. Had a little yeah. dreidel. And, then, and that's that's around about the time that I think John came and sat down next to me while I was watching this, and he couldn't understand why I was chuckling when the second group of guys came by. Here's the story of a lovely lady who was bringing up three very three lovely very girls. Lovely girls. <laughs> and he's like, "Why are you laughing? Like this? You don't? I would mention Brady Bunch, and you would have no idea what I'm talking about. So right. let's just don't even worry about it. It's just it's funny to me." Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's backtrack for just a second. We'll tell you a little bit about, uh, first of all, who we are. Uh, if you have not been here before, if you haven't been here before, welcome. Welcome in. Bienvenue. Um, I feel like I should speak a little bit of French because the sequel is Hot Shots Part Deux. Um, mm-hmm. We uh, we spoil freely here, so just be warned. We're gonna we're gonna talk about movies and just talk away. So that is the only warning you're getting for spoilers right here at the beginning. 
Uh, the 30-something Movie Podcast is part of the Scene Stealers Podcast Network. This episode is sponsored by Scene Stealers International Convention Agent, who have a top-class roster of movie and TV stars ready to be, ready to be booked now for your Comic-Con or event. For more information, check out www.scenestealersglobal.com. Uh, you can also visit our website, 30podcast.com, where you can rate, leave a voicemail, become a co-executive producer via Patreon. Um, and as always, thank you so much to our Patreon supporters. Uh, we appreciate all of your help and support and getting to meet you all and, and talk to you all. So it's it's just so much fun to meet new people through that way. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. A thousand times. Thank you. All right. Exactly. Uh, we've, we've already kind of jumped in the movie, so let's just do it. Uh, this one is Hot Shots. Came out on the 31st of July, 1991, rated PG-13 with a runtime of one hour and 24 minutes. Uh, directed by Jim Abrahams, who also did Airplane and Ruthless People. Uh, producer on this one was Bill Badalato, who also did Broken Arrow and Top Gun. Oh, the irony that he also produced Top Gun. Mm -hmm. uh, writers for this one were Jim Abrahams and Pat Proft. Abrahams did Airplane and Top Secret. Proft did the Naked Gun movies and Police Academy movies. So this is where we get some of that uh, kind of overlap yeah. uh, with the uh, Naked Gun two and a half that we did last week. Cinematography done by Bill Butler, who did Jaws and Grease. Music was by Sylvester LeVay, who did Cobra and Mannequin. Budget was $26 million, box office $181.1 million. Flick Metrics gives this a 65%, and Cinema Score gives it a B. Charlie Sheen plays Topper Harley. He was in Two and a Half Men and Wall Street. Uh, Carrie Elvis plays Kent Gregory. He was in The Princess Bride and Robin Hood Men in Tights. Valeria Golino. Tight tights. Tight tights. We're men. We're men in tights. Tight tights. Uh, played Ramada Thompson. Ending together defending the people's rights. There you go. Thank you. When does that one come out? I don't know, but hopefully it's soon. Oh, I hope so. I'm gonna, I let's, think that's an. I think that's a '93. Let's Google that. That should be. I'm guessing '93. <clears throat> who's going to take the tights. over? Who's going to take the oh, under? Oh, you got it. '93. I'm going to take the over. It's '93. Right on. All right. Nice job, Pat. That's very soon. Oh. I'm excited by this. See these. Pat, these Pat, are the hold movies. On, hold on, Pat. We we haven't used it in a while. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> the uh, see, I, I'm getting close to the age where I can remember what I was doing when these movies came out. Oh, I saw that one, and I was a, you know, going to this class or going to that. Just a wee yeah. lad. That's right. Um, this one, I just I'm interrupting a little bit the uh, the cast here, but I actually think I saw this one in the theater. Oh, I definitely did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I still would have been a little. A good question. I would have been a little I young wonder. for it because I wouldn't have even been. I would have still been like ten years old. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, I don't think we did. I think we were still too young. Okay. And. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I, I remember. I remember seeing this in the theater, though. Well, I think what you said last week was right on, where you said this humor fits for a thirteen-year-old boy. Oh yeah. I was 13 when these movies came out the last yeah. last week and this week. So, I mean, I was I, I fell right in it. So I was there with my buddies, big vat of popcorn that I had to crawl my way into and eat my way out of. And mm -hmm. Well, this is, the whole and, and this is, you know, my my dad always loved the Mel Brooks stuff so much. Yeah. Um, and the Police Academy movies. And so, I mean, this even though I would have been a little bit younger, you know, 10 and a half ish when this came out. I can totally yeah. picture him taking me to this movie. 
Oh yeah. Cause this, this would have been, this would have been right up his, right up his alley. Well, my folks saw it first and, and I remember them talking about it being like, yeah, like here's, you're going to blah, 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 blah. We might've even gone as a family, you know, they might've okay. gotten taken us or yeah. whatever. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. Lloyd Bridges, who died in 1998, played Admiral Benson. He was in the airplane movies and Joe versus the volcano. Kevin Dunn played Lieutenant Commander Block. He was in Dave and Transformers. John Cryer played Jim Washout Faffenbach. He was in Superman 4 and Pretty in Pink. William O'Leary played Pete Dead Meat Thompson. Uh, great call signs. Um, he was in Bull Durham and Terminator 3. Christy Swanson played Kowalski. She was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Efren Zimbalist Jr., who died in 2014, played Wilson. He was in Batman the Animated Series and Remington Steel. And Bill Irwin played Buzz Harley. He was in Interstellar and How the Grinch Stole Christmas. In this spoof of Top Gun, former U.S. Navy pilot Topper Harley is haunted by an accident in which his father lost control of a fighter jet. When Lieutenant Commander James Block asks Topper to come out of retirement and help him complete a classified mission, Topper returns to active duty against the advice of his psychiatrist and soon discovers he may be a pawn in a devious arms manufacturing conspiracy. Somewhere in the Mediterranean... This naval aircraft carrier. These men have been selected to write a page in military history. They are the best the Navy and Air Force have to offer. They've been brought together to form an elite squad of fighter pilots. Their mission, one of national security and international concern. These are the fearless pilots. Seems no matter what I do, I end up hurting someone. The men who command them. Pudding? No, thank you, sir. I'll do my best. And the women who love them. Charlie Sheen. Never wanted to be a horse so much in my life. Lloyd Bridges. Call them the best of the best. Call them Eddie's. Hot Shots. The mother of all movies. Oh, God, I love this country. I forgot about that. The mother of all movies. Mother of all movies. That's right. Mother of all bombs. That's right. Moab. Careful, man. My head is ceramic. I took a shell burst over Corregidor. (laughs) (laughs) Call call down to the galley and order some soup. Yes, sir. Uh, I love soup. At least I think I love soup. Blasted shell. It's either soup or duck. Which one do you shoot? Duck, sir. Are you all right, sir? Of course I'm all right. Why? What have you heard? <laughs> now, see, I commented last week that, so we usually start off with, you know, what's, what's your, uh, how does the movie make you feel? And is this the first time you've seen it? I don't think it's the first time any of us have seen it. Um, I know. This one was, yeah. this one was, I don't have one word, but I have a short phrase. So much fun to revisit. Mm-hmm. Yes. I had not, as I mentioned earlier, had not seen this one since the early 90s. I think I watched it several times as a kid. I believe I saw it in the theater. I 
can just about guarantee you that I probably rented it from Blockbuster or some other, uh, you know, some other video store that was nearby um, several times or watched it on TV. Maybe if it was on TV at some point, but mm. um, yeah, watch this several times in the early nineties and then have not seen it again since then. Um, I can, I can guarantee I went to go see, I'm, I'm a little iffy on this one. I'm pretty certain I did guarantee that I went to go see hot shots part due in, uh, in theaters. Cause I know oh, yeah. at, at that point I was definitely old enough to potentially even go by myself to go see that one. But, uh, no, there's so much, so much fun to go by. So stupid. So, yes. so stupid. But so fun. But so fun. Yeah. 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 Uh, frequent use of sight gags and the whole thing. Yeah. The Navy is on the side of the planes. Uh-huh. Right. Um, yeah. Isn't that great? <laughs> yeah. 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 So many lines because we're a family friendly show. So many lines that are so good in this, but I cannot repeat them. Nope. Yeah. I'm sure you all are wondering what happened to my pants. Well, <laughs> it ran out of material, so it stops at the knees. <laughs> don't give me any. Yeah, yeah don't give me any. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hey, what's nice, that? Nice place. Speak up, man. Nice place. The only problem is I have a nosy landlady. I guess this is good night. I don't want to go back. <laughs> then you follow that up with, you know, a couple other lines. What about your landlady? Uh, you can do her too. <laughs> you can do her. <laughs> oh, jeez, I know. I know. Holy that cow! Whole... My cap blew off. <laughs> now, turn around. We'll, around. we'll pick it up. <laughs> but uh, sir, we're on the mission. Good thinking. Pick it. <laughs> Up on the way back, we got to mark the spot. Circles till we return, and and then and then it was like, well, it could be a couple of days, sir. And I want to say, I think this might have been a callback to the movie. Did you guys see the movie Patton? Yep, mm-hmm. you've seen Patton, right? Okay, well, sir, then you know, okay, that then Patton, he's you know, he's getting questioned or something, and in the movie, he's just like, well, then make sure that this, this, and this happens, and uh, and that's exactly what he does there when he's like, well, then put some food and water in the boat. My God, man, do I need to think of everything? Ah, it's poor hat floating all by itself. Now, did I read? I, I'm trying to remember if I read this correctly. The part that um, Lloyd Bridges plays was originally intended for George C. Scott. Yep. Yeah. Okay. He was also offered to Leslie Nielsen at one point. Yeah. So it's you, very interesting uh, so I pedigree wonder, of that. So I, I wonder if that line was written when Patton was potentially going to play the Admiral. Patton. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Could have been. Yeah. That's certainly Could've how been. I would have done it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just so this one, I mean, in, in terms of story and, and frankly, sometimes with these movies, really, who cares about the story? Um, but in terms of story, it's kind of following it's following a little bit of Top Gun where he's got the, you know, the issue of living up to his father's legacy and and, uh, you know, some some issue with the, the last mission that his father went on. And then you've kind of got the little the, I don't know if you want to call it the B story because it is kind of the story. Um that they are trying to sabotage these planes so that they replace them with uh, their super plane that uh, the, the kind of slimy corporate guys uh, are trying to get in there. So they want to bring Topper back so that they can, uh, you know, kind of prove that the military needs these super planes. So that's well, kind of the, that's the basics of the story. And now we know that America will always build the best fighters. 
long as we have German parts. Yeah. <laughs> German parts. As long, yeah, as long as we have American pilots and German parts. And German parts. <laughs> oh, but this is another one of those, just like we were talking last week about the Naked Gun movies, is there's just so many, so many great quick one-liners and just just playing off of words and, and things like that. And um, what was it? Uh, I could never find time for love. It's too heavy. It's an anchor that drowns a man. Besides, I got the sky, the smell of jet exhaust, my bike, a loner. No, I own it. No. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? They even tr- like a lot of the times that it looks like they're reacting to something, mm-hmm. you know, where something will happen and it's kind of like, the, the scenes flow and I, I, you know what? I need to go back and watch and just like take notes, but it's like every time you think, Oh, they're reacting to this or they're, they, they morph the look or the phrase or whatever they're doing. It just carries, mm-hmm. it carries into the next scene. And they really very few of the time, do they react to something silly or that someone else does or says, but it always looks like they're going to react, but they, they always are able to transition it into the next scene. So mm-hmm. they're not reacting. Well done. Yeah. No, oh, so many, so many funny lines in this one, and so many different callbacks to other movies too. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, I mean they hit cocktail yep. with the with the bartenders. Um, well, you've the got cool a whole, tricks from Color of Money, right? You've got a whole um, bunch of Tom Cruise stuff. You know, cocktail, Color of Money, um, the fact that uh, Valeria Golino was. Uh, you know, his girlfriend in Rain Man. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then you have, you kind of, you kind of get a couple other things too in here that, um, you know, Lloyd Bridges, his, you know, his, his sons, Jeff and Bo were in the, uh, the fabulous Baker, Baker boys. boys. And you've got the scene of her like in the, in the red dress singing on top of the piano and, <laughs> And then falling off the piano. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. Climbing up the side of the piano, Mm -hmm. walking up the side of the piano. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's just good stuff. Did we say were we recording when we said like so great to see Charlie Sheen at the height of his powers? I don't think so. Because he was coming off. uh, I mean, like, well, coming off, it might have been a year or so before, but he had what major league was before this, but then even before, like just a few years before that was platoon. So I mean, you know, when you got a guy that's been in platoon and then something like this, like a comedy like this, I mean, that's, that's pretty awesome. Like, I I mean, that's, that's a pretty big spread of, of movies. And then it kind of all went, it went down the, it all went tiger blood. It all went tiger blood. But yeah, that's that's a big that's a big piece. You yeah, because you had leading up to this one, uh, you had well, yeah. Here's just the last in the amount of time we've been doing our podcast. Um, here is what here's what Charlie Sheen would have been doing. Uh, okay. Let's see. So we started our podcast. We were doing eighty four, eighty five was our first year. So mm-hmm. one of his earliest, yeah, actually one of his er, maybe one of his first credited roles in a movie he was in red dawn in 84 okay and then he was in lucas in 86 he was in ferris bueller's day off in 86 
And then you've got Platoon, uh, Wall Street, Young Guns, Eight Men Out, Major League, um, Navy SEALs, um, Men at Work, The Rookie, and then Hot Shots. Yeah, so it definitely leads a little bit more towards the comedy Mm -hmm. genre. But, I mean, he's got some serious stuff in there um, in terms of Platoon and... What was the other one that? Well, you got uh, Wall Street. Wall Street. Yeah. So you got the drama thing, and then um, you got the comedy, straight up comedy stuff. And then I know John. I know we don't like to speak its name, but the Navy SEALs movie uh-huh. that uh, uh, makes you angry because of the theft, uh-huh. um, theft of a Klingon vessel. I mean, the theft of the line from Star Wars. Uh-huh. But I mean, look right there in the space of four or five years, you've mm-hmm. got action, drama, and comedy. And he was pretty strong in all of that stuff. So, yeah, it's nice to see him at the height of his powers. So, yeah, a couple of the other things that I was reading up on this one um, that of course we we kind of mentioned they they spoof some of the other movies um you have charlie sheen and john crier working together in this one and they would later work together in two and a half men um and apparently the song that valeria galino sings uh was also sung in an episode of two and a half men the the man i love that song that she sings when she's on the piano okay Mm. apparently they sing that one in an episode of two and a half men um the other funny thing about this one, too, is they mention here the role of Admiral Benson was first offered to Leslie Nielsen, who declined and is supposed to have had told director Jim Abrahams, I think I've done enough spoof movies with you. Um, the role was then offered to Lloyd Bridges, who had also appeared with Nielsen in Airplane in 1980, uh, which, if true, would be very interesting, given that Nielsen would star in Naked Gun two and a half the same year. So I'm like, I've done enough spoof movies with you. But I will but do this naked other one. Gun thing I'm going to do. <laughs> right. Right. So, um, yeah, apparently they also took some of the aircraft carrier scenes. I mean, apparently some other scenes were taken from other movies. Uh, part yeah, of the- a lot of the airplane scenes. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Why yeah. reshoot those if you don't have to budget wise and whatnot. Right. And I guess the uh. crowd in the boxing scene was from one of the Rocky movies. It might have been Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> Might have been Rocky 2, I think. Yeah. But hey, if this is one of these spoof movies and you're on kind of a low budget anyway. Yeah. Really, who cares? Without CGI being so prevalent, it'd be hard to get a lot of those airplane scenes. Mm -hmm. Right. And the airplanes they flew were funny. I mean, those things were funny and some of the antics. And I learned this one from my dad. He hits the, he actually literally hits the brake (laughs) and it's the helmet thing. Bonk, bonk. And then it takes off again. And just watching the planes move, they just looked comic. You know, they looked like they were on a on a wire or on a little stick being held off camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So had you guys watched this one recently other than for the podcast? Like, is this one that you've watched since the early 90s or is this, you know, you, you kind of watched it as a kid and now you're just seeing it again? I think mm-hmm. for I think for me, I might have seen it as only as a kid, like you know, I might've been watching it in high school once, maybe college, but otherwise it's just bits and pieces. Oh, top shot of top shots. (laughs) Hot shots is on. 
let's check it out, you know? Yeah, that's sort of where I was at, too. It, I know I've caught it randomly on FX or something over the years, but never the whole thing. Usually it's yeah. five, ten minutes and you move on. Yeah. What so, about you, John? Yeah. You, you all know you already said early 90s, like yeah, when you were a kid. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, this one, this one definitely held up for me because mm-hmm. I, as soon as I started watching, I'm like, oh, I remember that scene. Oh, I remember that. And then especially, I think I mentioned earlier, especially when I was pulling things up, you know, pulling things together for <laughs> our recording tonight. And I pulled up the trailer and I was like, oh, I mean, I remember, I remember as a kid seeing this trailer and thinking, I want to go see that movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I really want to go see that movie. It looks hilarious. I need to go see this. Um, vividly remember, you know, especially that scene, the way the trailer ends when it's like the mother of all movies and they drop the bomb on Saddam Hussein. That yes. I, I absolutely remember that and just laughing every time I saw this trailer. Yeah. Yeah. So it's I'm gonna I'm gonna ask an stuff. evil I'm gonna ask an evil question. Favorite scene, favorite line. The, you know, it's the whole motorcycle horse bit. Yeah, uh, early for me. I mean, that's just so funny. Yeah. And, and again, it, it showcases that Charlie Sheen having a good time thing. Yes. You know, that's exactly what I was going to say is that he makes that scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the look on his face when he's doing the little dance deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, um, I like the scene and where she just, he was, and she uh, just had her legs lengthened too. Yeah. They go all the way up now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Which don't think too hard about that. No. <laughs> I, um, I like the scene where he's flying the plane at the end and he has to take the guys out, but the missiles and the guns don't work. So he's like, hang on. I got to, you know, think outside the box or something. And it's, yes, that part. And I remember my dad come. Yeah. My dad would talk about that part too. I bet you if I called him right now, my dad would say, why are you waking me up? One, but two, he'd say like, yeah, that's a great scene. And just the way the plane got, I I had to rewind it when I watched this one again for the podcast. I'm like, yep, let's go back. Yep. Let's go back. Okay. Whack. One more time. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just, <laughs> And it was all, I mean, it was just that. And then the way the planes move on screen, make them look silly, you know, I'm, it's just, mm-hmm. it's funny. Well, and you've, you've got other, you've got other lines. Like we talked about uh, naked gun last week and it's like, you know, we're going to handle this like mature adults. Isn't that right? Mr. Poopy pants. Poopy pants. And then you've got yeah. the scene in this one. It's like, <laughs> it's like, what is this? Some kind of macho thing? Well, he started it. Did not. Did too. Did not. You're behaving like children. He's being a jerk. Am not. Am too. And are two, 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 two. Yeah. <laughs> and let's you not under the lives of some damn fine pilots. And that's my job. <laughs> right. Yeah. And let's not understate the importance of Carrie Elwes. I mean, he can oh my carry God. a movie as a lead. But so good. He, but he is like, like I mean, as the antagonist. I mean, wow! You don't get much better than that. Like that guy's just done fantastic work. Mm-hmm. 
so many. I slipped good. on a crab. Who put the crab there? <laughs> I, don't, I don't see any crabs here. Don't tell me. There were two. They work in pairs. I went yeah. to Annapolis. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, I love that's all of the admiral's different lines about all the different ways that he's you know basically he's RoboCop because there's no exactly. human left. He's, yeah, he's more machine he's more, now. Thank, thank you. He's more machine <laughs> now than man. <laughs> well, and twisted, and we, apparently his eyes are ceramic. <laughs> yeah, I've got my father's yes. eyes. Oh, Topper, that's awful. <laughs> then he opens it up. And those are the eyes. You know, the thing about um, Lloyd Bridges in this, like you, you mentioned the other characters that were that would have played it. I would love to have seen George C. Scott, like read lines for this movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, just because everything I've seen him in is like a dramatic, you know, mm-hmm. but I think what made um, Lloyd Bridges so successful in this was the delivery where it always sounded like the uh, the exasperated older person that is out of touch, but the way they see it is everyone else is out of touch kind of thing. Like that's kind of how he was establishing thing. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. You know, send down for, send up for soup. What's your favorite kind of, I don't know. Do I like soup? Yeah. I mean, yeah. just the way he delivers his lines and each time he does it, it's the same thing. It's like, come on, you know, in yeah. his mind, he's moving fast and people just can't keep up. Yeah. You don't think, the funny thing about that is you don't think of George C. Scott as right a comedic actor, but then you learn that he like he won awards for his um in a comedy and music category, and I'm okay. trying to find it. Well, and I want to say like we were talking about Leslie Nielsen last week, and and you know he was a possibly going to be in. This movie, I think if I remember right, you said Leslie Nielsen was going to be cast in here. And Leslie Nielsen, I thought, was a like a, a drama, a dramatic actor, a serious actor. I mean, serious, that's kind of a slight on comedy. And I don't want to I want to retract that. But he was like a drama uh, um, movie that was a non-comedy. You know, so I get, maybe that's where I got serious from. Anyways, point is, Leslie Nielsen was supposed to be kind of a serious actor, too, before like the naked guns, naked gun movies came out, if I remember right. So like well, I said, it would have just been fun to see George C. Scott just to do some of the, just some of the scenes or some of the reading of the parts just to get, see what his comedic shops are like. And if you totally. can, if you can get somebody who's not a comedian to read these lines, right. Then it's totally, it fits with the deadpan humor. Right. You know, you don't, you almost don't need to be a comedian. You got to get the timing and you got to get all that other stuff. But, but if, I think if you were coached, right, you wouldn't have to be a comedian to deliver Mm -hmm. these lines and have it be funny. You just kind of need to, you need to deliver some of these lines and have the other people around you react. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. yeah, the the Admiral, like all of his different lines about all the different ways that he's been injured and, and, and that one, my eyes are ceramic, caught a bazooka around a little big horn. Or was it Okinawa? Well, the one without the Indians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. I did. T- I did tell you guys. I told the. Uh, I told the uh, elephant joke to my son on the way to baseball practice. Mm-hmm. What do you do? And with how it? did it go? <clears throat> what, do, what do you do with an elephant with three balls? Walk him and pitch to the rhino. Pitch to the rhino. Yeah. Uh, he he kind of snickered a little bit. I, I was expecting to get a little bit more of a laugh out of it than I did, but I, I don't know if he was tired or, or what, but usually hey. that usually that joke would kill. 
But you did get a reaction. I did get a reaction. So at least there's that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. So I, hard to narrow down like favorite line in this one. Or, um, well, there's just so yeah. many. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so I guess you've been with a man before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Why, thank you, Andre. I'll have the veal piccata. <laughs> veal piccata. I need clearance to land on runway 30, 30 something. 30 something's been canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to say that related to our podcast. 30 something's been canceled. Say, then, this is the last episode. The, the name of our podcast dropped in the movie. I was mm-hmm. like, whoa, that's mm-hmm. us. I'm out of fuel. You're doing fine. I've lost the wing. Doing great. Now there goes the other one. Great work. I've lost the rudder. Uh, yeah, he's just going to coming in, and then it just drops straight down, thunk on the deck. Yeah, just awesome. There you go. They mentioned the thirty-something podcast in the movie, and then I was like, "Boy, I usually only get this excited when they say the title of a movie in the movie." I'm telling you, these drug dealers represent a clear and present danger to the United States. Yeah, yeah, he said it. He said it. <laughs> yep. Um. <laughs> That's awesome. One of the other lines there. Ken, your nostrils are flaring. (laughs) They're they're at the funeral. Is it Mrs. Thompson? I know you must hate me right now, but there's something I want you to have. I've been putting a little away for the past 10 years. It's not much. 2,500. I wish I could do more. Why, Topper, that's so sweet. Why, with the 3 million I want on this lucky lotto ticket, I can take this 2,500 and just blow it all on hats. (laughs) That's awesome. I was really impressed with the way you handled that stallion. You know, when I saw you dig your heels into his side, tighten up the reins and break his spirit, <sighs> I never wanted to be a horse so much in my life. <laughs> that is outstanding. <clears throat> Doctor, quick nurse, check him. Is it longer than mine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, oh, no. you know what? The favorite two seconds might be. I forgot about this until I saw it right here. Alpha, Velveeta, Knuckle, Underwear <laughs> are cleared for takeoff. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sphincter, Mucus, Niner, Ringworm. <laughs> Is that a Niner in there? <laughs> funny, funny, funny. Before we get to base, I need to use the men's room. I have a sensitive bladder. I got part of it blown off at Guadalcanal in 1942. <laughs> Ah, oh, that's loud. My ear canals are very sensitive. They're stainless steel. Took a bullet at Corregidor in uh, 1945. Passed straight through my head from one ear to the other. This guy's either the most unlucky <laughs> or the luckiest because he survived it all, right. you know? Yeah. <laughs> Not sure I know which it is. Be careful. Ever since D-Day, 1944, this plate in my head has been sensitive. <laughs> the, the other one... <laughs> That I, I definitely laughed out loud at. Just it, It's just so stupid, but it just made me laugh out loud. Looks like enemy aircraft at 12 o'clock. Really? 12 o'clock? <laughs> well, that gives us about 25 minutes. I think I'll step out for a burger. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> right. Burger. <laughs> and I love that whole scene with it. Because, you know, if you've seen Top Gun, you know what's going to happen to Goose. 
and you get that whole scene with uh, the guys that have the greatest call signs ever, dead meat. And uh, he's going through that whole thing with his wife. He's like, oh, have you come to watch me fly? She's like, well, there was a meltdown at the plant, so they gave me the afternoon off. Oh, that's great. Oh, good news. We just closed on our little dream house. Oh, that's good. When do we move in? Tuesday. I've got the kids stripping asbestos off the pipes right now. Oh, that's yeah. great. Things just couldn't be better for us. I'm so blessed. Oh, your life insurance forms came for you the other day. Oh, I broke my mirror. <laughs> they're like walking yeah. under a ladder. and <laughs> The pen ran out. Yeah. And then not only that, but then you just keep it going. Like it, that is, oh, that's yeah. funny enough my on its own. My notes on the assassination of JFK. Right. It's like, honey, I, I solved the global warming problem. I've discovered how we can reverse it. No, I'll just keep all the information here on the JFK thing. It's going to blow your mind when I tell you who it is. That's awesome. I'm in a jet. What could go wrong? Yeah. I'm in an ambulance. I'm in a hospital. What could go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smash cut to the funeral. <laughs> That's the other thing. They never tell you what went wrong. They just take you there. Right. Right. God, I love a good funeral. <laughs> Something's changed. It's not another woman, is it? I just couldn't compete with that. No, of course you couldn't. <laughs> yes. We've waited a long time to hear this. In exactly five hours, 17 minutes, we hit the enemy toast. I think that's the enemy coast, sir. Huh? Coast? All right, well, that'll take a little bit more planning. Yeah. <laughs> so here's another one that has a few references. And then we talked about this last week, a few references that maybe are, maybe you wouldn't include in a movie nowadays. Mm -hmm. They're going to be taking out the nuclear weapons plant at falafel heights. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. I mean, even the whole, the whole scene in the wigwam at the beginning, mm -hmm. like, you know, Using gibberish words could be taken a a certain kind of way these days. Right, right. Yeah, it's a tricky deal. Like you know, always trying to find that balance with the all that. I, you know, and it's funny because this was right in and around Desert Storm, right? Because mm -hmm. I yeah. think that was yeah. ninety one. So I mean. Right when the right when that Gulf War was uh, was kicking off, yeah. or getting done, like it was right in and around that time. I don't remember the exact dates. Yeah, it was right around then. Yeah, Bo, I found the other one that you were talking about earlier: the Alpha Velveeta knuckle underwear. Yes. You are cleared for takeoff when you hit that nuclear weapons plant. Drop a bomb for me, uh, sphincter mucus niner ringworm, Roger. <laughs> And then after all those references, then there's some just straight out textual rips, like your ego's writing checks, your body can't cash. Right. I just lift that right out of Top Gun and yep. plop it in here. <laughs> yep. When they get out of the planes, you, you, yeah. you, yeah. what is a chafing dish? <laughs> is that different than a, is that different than I thought than that a was a crock pot. <laughs> That's, no, no, no. That's, no. that's for when you cook something all day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Well, we could spend the rest of the evening quoting this movie left and right. Uh, do we have anything else we want to say other than it's a fun movie? If you haven't seen it's it, go a, see it. It's it's a fun movie. I'm going to watch it as soon as the podcast is over. Great example of Charlie Sheen at what I what is his prime. I mean, he yeah. was just mm-hmm. doing it the way you want it done back then. Right. Do you guys? So here's a quick question. Do you guys remember anything about Hot Shots, the, the sequel part? Two? I do. I enjoying it. Okay. I remember having fun watching it. I enjoying it. I enjoying it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. It's getting late, people. I enjoying it, too, Bo. Is is you enjoy podcast? (laughs) Yes, I enjoy podcast many times. Vocal recording not working. (laughs) Okay. Iron Man, I need you to go over here and do this. Hawkeye, I need you to do this. Bo, smash. <laughs> smash. <laughs> Bo podcast, puny humans. <laughs> Time <laughs> travel. Bo, enjoy huh? it. <laughs> uh, yes, it is a little bit oh, late. Oh, man. So speaking of that, on a side note, Dominic has not shown any interest in checking out the Marvel movies yet. And I'm like, hey, you know, we got this Marvel thing. You want to check it out? And he's just like, no, nah, you know what, Dad? I don't have an interest. And I, I, and he's a kid like I, I, I don't push because mm-hmm. he'll just push right back. And I'm like, OK, well, any of your friends? Well, my friends are kind of talking about it. And, I, you know, maybe I'm like, OK, well, they're there if you want. If you want, we can go down. There's a couple of them. You know, I can read you the plots. Maybe we watch the trailers and see if anything piques your interest. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I've heard a lot about Endgame. Can we watch that one? Just start with that one. Like, uh, nope, no, nope, that, that doesn't work. <laughs> no. there, there's a couple 23 movies you got to watch first. Yeah, you, there's so. a few. So, OK, that's an interesting one. Like, what are the essential movies to get you to Endgame? What can you omit? Well, oddly enough, I've been watching through all of them in the last two and a half weeks. I have been as well. Yeah. Um, I, what can you omit? I, hmm. I'm going yeah, to come down on the side of nothing because the more yeah. you watch, the more Endgame will have a payoff. Mm-hmm. That's true. I'm just saying, and it was funny. I was talking to Jeff about this the other day. Like, watching the movies binging or like, you know, back to back, like it's really interesting because in the last time I saw them, it was always like one movie comes out a couple months or a couple years later, the next movie comes out. So everyone's talking just about that movie, but I mean, you put them all in a stream. It's, it's, it's a different experience. Yeah. So here's because I did not have, let's see, I'm looking at this list here. Um, so when I was watching these, I was watching them, you know, if I was during my lunch break or just while I was working on something else, might have it on kind of in the background. Um, and so some of the ones I didn't have access to cause they aren't available on any streaming services were I did not watch the incredible Hulk, mm-hmm. um, which I love. I love that, the one with Edward Norton. Um, love that one. Didn't watch that one. Uh, didn't watch Spider-Man Homecoming because it's not on Disney Plus. I think it's on, might be one one of the other services, but not one that I have right now. Yeah, when um, I did mine, I watched Homecoming, but not Incredible Hulk because I'm not sure where that one is. Yeah, it's. I think you have to buy it. Like, I'm not sure it's on any streaming, like yeah. any of the services just built in. Um, so 
so Hulk, I skipped Spider-Man homecoming. I skipped. And honestly, I think you could probably skip Ant-Man and the wasp. Yeah. Yeah. As long if, as you've seen Ant-Man, you're right. probably okay. If you needed to, I think you could do that. But I, the other ones, I don't think you can skip any of the other ones. And, <laughs> like, and I guess and like, what I'm wondering like is like, said, well, like Pat said too, I was like, I, you know, if you didn't have to, I wouldn't skip any of them, but right. Like, could you skip Ragnarok? because it doesn't really further much of the i guess it does a little though well it explains why thor is out in space right and i gotta say I, since you mentioned that one and i know i've been kind of you know my opinion of thor ragnarok after i first saw it was like yeah it's okay right? um re-watching it this time i liked it a lot better so funny yeah well, and that was my criticism of it was it was too funny. Mm. And watching it this time, him. I'm like, eh, yeah. we work together. <laughs> hey, come on. I know so him. Good. He's a friend from work. That's what it <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get out of here. That's that's what Doug used to say. He's dead now. <laughs> He's dead now. It's nice to meet you, new Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, now we're doing lines from Ragnarok. From Ragnarok, yeah. All right. Well, we do have three questions. So before we get too far into jumping ahead to Thor Ragnarok, we can go ahead and do our three questions yeah, here. That's that's your 30 of the podcast. That's right. It'll be a while. <laughs> he asks each traveler five questions. Three questions. Three questions. It's impossible to answer. Impossible because you don't know the answer. Nobody could answer that question. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. All right. Three questions. Question number one, call down to the galley and order up some soup. At least I think I love soup. What's your favorite soup? Beef barley. Hmm. That sounds good. Mm -hmm. I like uh, minestrone soup. That's a good one as well. And there are so many different recipes of it, but I have not had a recipe I did not like of it. Very well. Um, I, I always like a good potato soup, mm. potato mm-hmm. soup with some, some chunks of ham in it. Um, I very, very close runner up. I could do a good uh, new England clam chowder. All right. <clears throat> Is it the red or the white? I always forget that. The white. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a new England clam chowder. <laughs> chowder. <laughs> All right. If you were question number, that was a quick one. Um, if you were, nobody said vichyssoise, so I think we're safe here. Um, well, it's about soup. I mean, uh, you know, right? We are the food podcast, after all. That is true. Yes. Uh, which which made the food scene in this movie a little awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Not going to think about bacon the same way, um, or olives, or olives. Sizzling belly. Uh huh. <laughs> Uh-huh. Number two, if you were a fighter pilot, what would your call sign be? 
I I have no idea. This is like George in Seinfeld trying to get everyone to call him T Bone, right? <laughs> and and because and I've I've talked and, and heard some interviews where they say usually the call sign gets chosen for you. Yeah. You know, and it can be something you did or it can just be something to do with your name or whatever. Um I don't know if I've got an answer. I have been thinking about this one. I, I John, I, I don't know if I've got a one. But I guess in keeping with the tradition, you guys will have to come up with a call sign for me. Okay. So I'm trying to make a call sign out of Pat's plane. Oh, there you go. I'm working on it. Okay. I'll get there. All right. So I did find, I I found a website um, and it said that there are, uh, this website says there are three rules to consider in coming up with a call sign. Number one, if you don't already have one, you will be assigned one by one of your buddies. Number two, you probably won't like your call sign. And number three, if you complain and moan too much about number one and number two, you'll get a new nickname you'll like even less. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. So they have an entire list of these things um, with like explanations. So like if, you know, this this one guy maybe had the call sign Agony um, mm-hmm. because his last name was Payne, P-A-Y-N. Okay. Or uh, call sign Alf. Because the person was an annoying little, yes, finished the finished the line there. Um, what was one of the other one? Uh, pilot whose last name was Creed. They gave him the call sign Apollo. There it is. There it is. Uh, let's see. So one of my favorite call sign stories, and it's one of those things that I've only seen on Facebook, and I have not like researched to prove that it's true, but God, I hope it is. The story is that Ewan McGregor's brother Mm -hmm. is, was probably at this point, um, a pilot in the Royal air force Mm -hmm. and his call sign was OB two. I have heard that one. I don't know if it's true, but I hope it is. Yeah, I really do. Like of all the internet things, I hope that's true. Yeah. yeah, we want that one to be true. Totally, because <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, they've got some of the other ones in here, like, um, oh, let's see. Oh, like one guy, there was a story on here, uh, pilot, uh, while he was taking off, he accidentally ran into a deer. There were guts all over the runway and they had to like close it up for half an hour to clean it up. So his call sign became Bambi. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, said so one of the guy in here kept bouncing around on landings like an excited puppy. So his call signs beagle. And then they have nice. some kind of related to like people's last names. So they have like, um, <laughs> this, there's one as, there's one a, a female pilot, and her last name was Kitchen, and so her call sign was Gbit for Get Back in the Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Guy with the last name Casper, so his call sign was Ghost. Yeah. So sometimes it looks like it may be, you know, it may be somewhat related to your name, possibly, or whatever. Um, I'm going to go, my, my call sign, I think I would go with, um, 
I'm going to go with call sign book. Oh, there you go. Because you could like book it like you're going go. fast, but then my last name is Reed. So. Yeah. And it's a that character. Works. It's a character from the show Firefly. So I'll take that too. There you go. Mm -hmm. I, I, I want to make sure I survive. So I'm not going to go wash. <laughs> yeah, that would be bad. No. Mm hmm. All right. Did you come up with a? Did you come up with a Pat Splained call sign no, for him? No. Other than just saying, no, it's not. It's not coming to me yet. No. Well, don't we already have? I mean, yours is Love Fest. Exactly. That's yeah. true. So that's, we do already have that's some yours, sort I, of. I guess nickname. we already have them. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, I'll work on it. Like I said, it's it's you guys see that see after hearing this whole thing, the onus is on you guys. to come up with my name uh let's see give me give me like 10 seconds here and i guarantee i can come up with one for you i am going to wait hold on i need the i need the names of the characters for this here um Okay, I, I'm gonna name you Aurora. Aurora, yeah, nice, yeah, because Princess Aurora is Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> ah! Oh, there it <laughs> That's is. It. That's yes. it. Yes, mm -hmm. That's it. Okay, yeah. could be Aurora. Your call signs Aurora. Aurora. That's awesome. And people might think, oh, it's because he's colorful and bright, and no, no, it's because no, because you fall asleep all the time. <laughs> That's awesome. Could go straight to the seven dwarves and just call him sleepy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It could be sleepy. That's true. Or snooze. Mm -hmm. Oh, snooze is good. There you go. I like Aurora though. Yeah. Cause you want a pilot named snooze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> All right. All right. I think, I think we're covered there. Uh, so oh, question, question number fun. three is our totally random question. If you could replace all of the grass in the world, and we're talking about like lawn grass, um, if you could replace <laughs> all the grass in the world with something else, what would it be? Grass. No, no. Okay. We're keeping it. <laughs> Can it be a combination of things that make one thing? Like, for example, like I'm picturing like a shepherd's I would pie. Like well, okay. See the food thing, you know. I'm gonna have to go pull a pat and go eat on my way to bed. Uh -huh. um, no, I'm thinking we want to replace it with water and sand, so everyone has beachfront property. Mm -hmm. ah. ah, I see that the Lex Luthor is strong in you. <laughs> yes. General, my needs are small. <laughs> To become the ruler of Australia. <laughs> Tell me about Ohio. Um, I'm going to say uh, I, I like where Bo's going with the sand thing. Otisburg? And if I, Otisburg. Otisburg? And, and if I was if I was on the on a lake or on the coast somewhere. Big lake. Um, Come on to the coast. Have a few laughs. I do sand. I know a great sand guy. I would just do sand, right? Just front yard sand. Mm -hmm. 
But if I wasn't on the coast or uh, I think I'd replace it with shamrocks. Mm. Cause I like the green. Did you say, you know, a great sand guy? Yeah. Okay. Remember that old school? Like if we can have a party, we need to get some sand. I know a great sand guy. I thought you were referencing Mr. Destiny. You're going to have to call the mud, (laughs) call the mud guy. (laughs) Need mud guy. Need a mud guy. That's awesome. Uh, We don't do that. That's awesome. We don't do that. Need a mud guy. Don't do mud. Thousand (laughs) dollars. Yeah. Do you know anything else other than? Two thousand dollars. There you go. That was a fantastic movie. Um, I'm going to go a little goofy with mine. I'm going to say just because as a kid, like I thought it was the like weirdest feeling material ever. I'm going to go with whatever those koosh balls were made out of. Oh, there you go. So all the grass in the world can be replaced with koosh balls. Okay. That works. I don't know what it is, but I feel like that'd be fun. Cool. If I was going to replace it with another type of plant, I, I do enjoy the blue bon- the uh, if I could talk, the blue bonnet flower from Texas. Okay. So I All right. could replace it with that. But I'm going to go with whatever material the koosh ball is made out of. Nice. Just because then I feel like it'd be fun. Yeah. Or you could just go classic kids game and make it lava because the floor is lava. True. All right. Well, gentlemen. Where? <laughs> Who walked in? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you said those guys weren't making it tonight. They Well, I... I wasn't sure. They're just kind of buying time until they could get here. Uh, that's going to be it for Hot Shots. If you want to check out more about our podcast, come to 30podcast.com or at 30podcast on the socials. Uh, don't forget to check out our sponsor and the rest of the shows in the Scene Stealers Retro Podcast Network by heading over to scenestealersglobal.com. Our next episodes will be our Patreon-exclusive episodes coming out uh, probably within maybe a few days or or may have actually come out before this episode. Um, But it's coming out soon either way. And if you are a Patreon member at any level, you'll be able to get access to this one and all the others. Uh, Guns of Navarone from 1961 coming out. Then we've got JFK and Toy Soldiers. Uh, Next month, we've got our Patreon is the Heir to the Empire Thrawn Trilogy from 1991, the Star Wars books. Uh, Then we've got King Ralph, The Commitments, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, and Hook. And then in August, our Patreon exclusive is the movie Stripes from 1981. Uh, Then we've got, for the rest of the month of August, we've got Terminator 2, Judgment Day, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country, and Suburban Commando. So that's what we got coming up for the next few months or so. Um, Lots of lots of fun stuff to look forward to. Yeah. No. no doubt. Is there within that list? Is there what? Do you, what are you guys looking forward to most? Is there one you can pick out and be like, "That's the one." Suburban Commando, if only because I haven't seen it in so long. I know. I, I hadn't even <laughs> thought about that one in so long, but then uh, somebody in my family asked for it for Christmas one year. Like, all right, well, I know what I'm getting you. <laughs> That's awesome. <sighs> I'm going to say yes to the entire list or <laughs> Batman 89. I'll just make that my stock Batman. answer. Okay. Batman. Right. Yeah. I'm Batman. That's right. I'm talking to you, Batman. There are so many good ones on here. Um, the one I have not seen in a while that I'm kind of looking forward to is King Ralph. Ah, mm, good one. Always enjoy John Goodman. 
Mm-hmm. And I remember loving King Ralph. We watched that several times growing up. So kind of looking forward to that one. We cool. did too. That was a popular yeah. one at home. Yeah. Very cool. Oh yeah. So lots of good stuff coming up. Thank you gentlemen for being here tonight. Thank you both. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, John. Great. Thank you, you as always. Yeah. Good seeing you too, Patrick. All right, everybody be excellent to each other. Go watch some good movies and Alpha Velveeta Knuckle Underwear. We'll see you back here next time. <laughs>